in five, four, three. Hey, everybody. This is Danielle. And this is Daniel. And I'm Carla. And we are Hoosier Homicide. A true crime podcast by Hoosiers for Hoosiers or for anyone that doesn't know what a Hoosier is. We back. We're back. Yo. <laughs> I love saying that. We're back after two weeks. Yeah. Because technology, technology. is hard. Yep. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> and my name's technology. Uh, yikes. Uh. Yeah. So we lost um, an audio file. A whole episode. A whole episode. We didn't lose it. I think the file just got corrupted, correct? Yeah, and it wouldn't let me yeah. save. Like, it was nuts. If it I was, was a like, smarter person, I could have done something. Professional. Professional people out there probably have external recording devices, yeah, we which we probably should. But yeah, we fucking don't. We've come a long way, though. We have a mixer. It mixes my shit. I've never touched it once, and I don't plan to. You're not allowed to. Don't no, touch it. I don't want to touch it. I will Pretend it. this is my wiener. Yikes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Christ, Daniel. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. So, yes, we're back. What's happened in the last two weeks? If you, we have to go two weeks ago, I really honestly cannot fucking tell you, because okay. once I get to Saturday, I hit delete. <laughs> yeah, the... clear out the hard drive. Yep. Okay, what's happened? I feel... I don't even... I feel lost in the void. Yeah, because we took so much time off. I forget how to do podcast. What happened in your room? Oh yeah, oh. we. I tried to talk about this last time, but um, a close friend of mine was helping me clean my room. She got me hang up all my clothes because it's bad. Because it got pretty bad, but it's better. I'm more organized now. I can find clothes before I go to work, and that's important for at least the next three weeks. For at like least, this. okay. I'm not even gonna say. I'm or gonna say mom's two. gonna clean their room. No, for because you. I'm gonna go on vacation and come back, and it will not get unpacked for like three more weeks. So, yeah. how long did it take you to unpack from Europe when you got home? Because I'm pretty sure I remember seeing that suitcase <laughs> still sitting at the top of the stairs a month after you got home. Yeah, because it because the clothes in there were gross, and I didn't want to deal with it. Nope. And that'll be the suitcase you'll be using for all your travels this year. It, it exactly. It was like the trunk murderous one. Yeah. You're saying I'll never it, be able to get it, this smell out of here. Probably smelled almost just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I did not bring anything back with me. No body parts. No body parts. Okay, so what'd you find in your closet? I it actually or wasn't in, in my closet. I have one of those self-standing racks because I'm a psychopath and I own more clothes than any person should ever need. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so what'd you find? So I'm. I'm getting ready to go somewhere. I know what shirt I want, and I'm kind of going through the the outside rack pretty viciously, like every single hanger, like pushing it aside. Where's this fucking shirt? <laughs> yeah, we're, like, where's this fucking shirt? I'm running late. Like, I gotta go. And for one, I passed it, so I had to go back and find it later. But, so I got... <laughs> I get down to the end, and I push this one sweater aside, and there... Right in front of me. Fucking mouse runs down my sweater. <laughs> I screamed. I screamed and I didn't I didn't have like a shirt on and I'm like I grabbed the closest shirt I could find and I put it on. And I'm like running upstairs going, Help me, help me, help me, help me. The mouse seen my tits. <laughs> the mouse saw my tits. What'd dad say? Dad literally looks at mom and goes, Why is she making that noise? <laughs> 
no concern for your safety. They did not. Or they didn't even move an inch. I'm, no. I guarantee, mom didn't hear me scream because she was looking at her phone. <laughs> what? What? If our daughter, sitting in the other room, we know she's fine. She goes, "Help me! I come! I come! Fucking running! I Daddy's don't. coming! I'll be right there! <laughs> what do you there. need? I'll be right there! No, they're just no. Why is she making that noise? Oh, mom screamed, didn't she? Because because I was like, there's a mouse in my fucking room, which is like, I've lived places that have mice before. It's not a big deal. It's it not just... a big deal. You just put the trap out. You hope it gets it. But this was in my face, like five feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't expect it. Whenever I think of mice, I think of the South Park episode where they grow Mr. Garrison a new penis on the back oh. of, a, of a laboratory mouse and it yeah. gets out and it's running away. and my it's got penis! The- <laughs> Has anyone seen my penis? <laughs> <laughs> the thing about South Park is I don't think it's funny, but when you guys tell the stories back, it's funny. Oh, we, South Park is great. We can't not think it's funny. I have very specific tastes when it comes to animation. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. Anyway, I hey, tell they have a they have a top or they have a category for you on Pornhub, just so you know. Yikes. <laughs> what? Not that I've ever looked. What's the category? Looked. I'm looking in your Cartoons. browser history. Cartoon porn. Hey, yeah, there's oh. a pri- there's a private button on the internet search on uh, or on iOS. So mm-hmm. you just okay. give me your phone. <laughs> I, you, as soon as you hit private, it deletes everything. <sighs> so that's shady business, sir. I use that. See, I'm. I promise, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to make a bomb. I just was curious. I'm just curious. I just wanted believe to me. See. I'm not. I'm not using that to look for a bomb. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or how to make a bomb? Depends on your definition of a bomb. That's an episode <laughs> of New Girl. He says that. He's like, I haven't even arranged it for anyone to delete my browser history if I die. Nope. Someone should be in line to do that. It's like, I wasn't trying to make a bomb. I was just curious. <laughs> <laughs> well, something interesting happened today. That's. Uh, that's specific to Indiana. Ooh. We got. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Legal alcohol sales started today. On uh, Sunday. Alcoholics can you, get beer yep. on Sunday. For those of you who aren't familiar in the state of Indiana, you cannot buy alcohol on Sundays. Or sell cars. Is that part of or the same blue cars. law? Uh, no, it's separated. Okay. So for. Because you still can't, you still can't buy okay. a car on yeah. Sunday, and I don't see that happening in the foreseeable future. But. You used to not be able to buy booze, and now you fucking can. And did you buy booze today? Uh, I did. Yes, I did. I should have. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Barbie said she went to the grocery store, and she fucking forgot. So, oops. This oops. one's for you. This one's... I'm, I'm enjoying enough for the both of us tonight, Barbie. He's drinking a, a crisp Coors Piss. I like Coors Light. I am. We've already <laughs> told the piss joke. Oh, but yeah. We have. We have. I don't know. You know what's funny is I picked up Line and Kugel. Mm-hmm. And I looked and went, I picked it, went down, and then saw the price on the Coors Light and went, God damn, that's a $10 difference. And all of a sudden, I became my father, <laughs> and I went and picked up the cheaper beer. Well, that's okay. It's doing the trick, you know? Yeah. There you go. I came became my mother the day that I decided it was okay to hang all the shirts inside out. <laughs> Just, she doesn't flip them in. <laughs> she won't do it. And then she'll, like, take... A regular shirt and then like fold it and then hang it like pants. Yes, she will. She, it doesn't matter what it is or how it's supposed to be hung up. It's just going up. I knew yeah. you became your mother when I started finding plastic cutlery in the fucking dishwasher. <laughs> you a plastic forks. You should plastic rewash spoons. your plastic. I threw one away at my parents' house today and my dad's like, you didn't throw that away, did you? I'm like, it was on the ground. It's fucking plastic. You know what? And 
he goes and picks it up out of the trash can. I'm like, well, I'll just wash this. Like, okay, Dad. <laughs> okay. Looked at my mom. I go, I forgot Dad grew up in the Depression, didn't he? <laughs> and I had to share one spoon. <laughs> one spoon for all 10 of them. Yep. Were there 10 of them? Uh, No, I think there were six. I'd say to family. say, like, I feel like baby boomer, excuse me, generation, there was at least six kids. That's what I was just family. about to say. Like, everyone had to have at least six. And then you hear this one, they're like, well, we had 10. We'd, and only half are mentally ill. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty good. We're doing good on uh, Catholic families. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They reproduce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and, you, and you know what's what... funny is both of our parents, what was funny is, Danielle, when you and I met, our parents like had like almost the exact same upbringing. They all grew up in Beach Grove. Mm-hmm. We both had, you know, obviously your dad. Your mom grew up Catholic, and my dad grew up Catholic, and both came from large families. They both went to the same high school. Yes, they did, except different names. Yeah, your dad went to Ron Colley. Yeah, yeah, but it was what? it was Chartrand. Oh, it was Chartrand. Okay, we said that. Yeah, I, oh, Chartrand. But see, the thing is about Ron Colley is you graduate from there, and then you will marry someone who also graduated from there. Then you will reproduce, and you will send your children. Back to Roncalli, where they will meet someone and reproduce with them, vicious and send cycle. their kids there. So it's, I almost, it's inbreeding. I almost ended up at Roncalli. Thank God, you but wouldn't my, have lasted a day. Just a day. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't smart enough for the private school <laughs> system. You didn't have to be smart. You just had to have the right last no, name. No, I didn't. I honestly, didn't even graduate core forty. Hey, listen, you didn't have to have it, and I knew it, and I would draw smiley faces as my answers on math tests. I had a, uh, I did a, I did a semester at Center Grove when my parents moved, mm-hmm. and my algebra teacher at Center Grove sucked a fat dick <laughs> every day. Yes. Every breakfast, day. lunch, and, and to dinner. this day, if I saw, I mean, number one, he might be dead now, but if <sighs> I saw him, I, you know, I, I don't really care. That was, fuck, that was fourteen years ago. Oh, Son of a so bitch. So old. No, wait, thirteen years. Thirteen years ago, that's better. <laughs> so much <laughs> wow. better. No, um, but he went to hand me my test for my final, and he goes to put it on my desk, looks at me, and goes, you probably don't care if you take this or not, do you? And I said, nope. Nope. Because it was my last day there, and he fucking knew it, and I didn't do shit in his class all year long, but then went back to Greenwood and got a fucking B-plus when I retook the class. Hell yeah. Because everyone liked you and your mom. No, that is not true. I worked, I, I, I you know, I was always, I was as good as the teacher was. Yeah. It's hard mm-hmm. to find good teachers. And even if yeah. I had even if I had really good teachers, I honestly in high school I just didn't give a fuck. That's I couldn't I could not fucking pay it's attention. It's so fo- it's so foreign to me because I like cared I so cared so much. much. You have nightmares about it. I still have nightmares. My night okay, this is my reoccurring nightmare. Is that Ron Colley calls me up and says, This is an actual dream that I have all the time. They call me up and they say, um, the mouse is here. <laughs> um, <laughs> they did find a dead mouse in a locker once and had to like clear out all the lockers around it to get yeah. the smell out. Yeah. Well, I bet they didn't have that at Greenwood. But no. This is my reoccurring dream is Ron Colley calls me up and they go, You didn't finish one of your classes. You have to come back and, and, and redo like senior year. I would say here's my butthole. You can promptly insert your fucking tongue in it (laughs) or we can go our separate ways and then so like in the dream i go back to high school and 
I freak out because one, I don't have a uniform. No, you and have I can't to, yeah. find any of my uniform. And your shirt tail better oh, be that's fucking right. tucked in. You guys had to wear uniforms. Mm-hmm. And then in my dream, they're like, "You can just use your class schedule from when you um from your fin- last semester." <laughs> and I don't oh fucking remember it, and I don't know where to go, and I like can't remember where any classes are. No, nope, I can't remember. I'll have that one sometimes. I yeah. forgot to do an assignment. You know what's funny is is I would go months without going to my fucking locker. Daniel, my senior, I because um, I only had so many classes that had books I had to take to them, and a lot of times the teachers would say, I don't know, probably fucking six of the fuck, I can't even remember how many periods there were. There was eight. Probably we had to have Catholic school class. Anyways, Catholic class, Catholic class. I couldn't. I you know most of the classes the teachers would tell you, I'll I'll tell you when you need the book. I would take my fucking books home. Either that, if I needed them all, I cram them all in my fucking backpack. You were one of those. Oh, yeah. I was. Guys are always different. I was yeah. one of those. I had to have a color coded <clears throat> binder for everything because I got really annoyed. Well, I had classes that had two textbooks. Yeah. And we had to bring them like every day. Sometimes I think if I could take my 30 year old brain and go back. Properly medicated. I feel like. Properly I'm... medicated that. No, we would kill it. Yeah, for sure. I was the only person in the school with a laptop. Like, oh, I'm the best one here, but I'm actually 30 years old trapped <laughs> in a 16-year-old body. Fuck ne- all y'all. <laughs> Never been kissed. <laughs> yeah. I went shopping <laughs> um, Friday. I I went. I bought something at American Eagle. I still like that store. It's a good one. I haven't stepped foot in that store no. in 12 years. I, I, I still like it. They've got some good stuff. I found a pair of pants that I liked, and I was checking out, and the girl was like, are you doing anything fun for spring break? You're like, yes. <laughs> I was like, it's bitch, fun. I'm a little old for spring break. She goes, no. I was like, well, considering I'm not in college anymore. Yeah, well, I didn't get carded when I bought beer today. The guy looked up at me, kind of squinted, and then went, scanned the fucking beer. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I fucking look 40. <laughs> Kevin's son. Mm-hmm. Was trying to guess how old I was. He guessed thirty six. <gasps> no way. I would never. Yeah. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. That makes Shut you up, older. Old. Shut up, old woman. You're an old man. You're old. Let's see here. Are we the same age right now? No, we're not. No. Who's older between you and I? Me. You little nasty. That's right. <laughs> oh, that like runs in the fam. What? Oh, dating an uh, older woman, younger man. Yeah, because mm-hmm. your mom is older than your dad. You're older than him. You I've prefer only, younger men. I've only ever dated guys younger than me. Yep. That's going to change. Any 40-year-olds out there? 40-year-olds <laughs> that are medicated and no. <laughs> graduated from high school. No. and have Trying to go back no, to high no, school. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> the 40-year-old man listening to this going, I'm going to make that fucking phone call. No, you don't. No, no you don't. No, you don't. Because I can be a real son of a bitch. <laughs> Just ask my ex-wife. Okay, Aww. any any 20-year-olds out there? <laughs> no, a little older. <laughs> Any professional athletes <gasps> there or IndyCar car drivers. Um, you yeah. know that's why. Oh, that's another. That's why we went out last night. No, why? Because oh. the combines in town. Yeah. Oh, well, shit! You guys should have taken me with you. Uh, we did see some players, but I was also just like, oh my god, I'm. Did you see Bradley <laughs> Chubb? <laughs> no, but no. I want to marry him. <laughs> His last name is Chubb. That's so great. most people listening to this are going, who the fuck is this? But there's a guy named Bradley Chubb who the Colts might draft with their first pick and his cousin, Nick Chubb, who played at a, <laughs> a different college. Yeah. So they're talking about the Colts. I, I am. I am. So 
if the Colts GM, Chris Ballard, if you listen to this, you need to draft Nick and Brad Chubb, and then we're going to make a t-shirt, and it's going to say, I got Chubbies. Yes. yes. I love it. Yes. It's right out there. Problem? I got Chubbies, <laughs> and not the fucking shorts. All right, so thanks for listening to us talk about fucking nothing for oh, 20 God, minutes. Oh, God, that was really <laughs> random, but we're off our game because we had, didn't go last week. We did, so we have to we have to catch you beautiful people up. Mom got yelled at by a nun. Yeah, we forgot about that. We'll tell this quickly. Our great aunt died, and she was in a Catholic nursing home. And she, when you the older you get, you accumulate a lot of shit in your life, articles of things, and you should purge that. But yes, because then someone has to go through all your stuff, and they really are just going to throw it away. So the nun accused our mother of promising to come and get our aunt's stuff. And my mom was like, uh, no, I said I would help get it because she didn't have any kids. And then Sister Joseph called up mom and started chewing her out. Sister Joseph. Yeah. Sister Joseph. Just because you're God's wife doesn't mean you can be mean to everyone. Nope. She's like, I'm, you don't know me or my life. And she was like, I'm done talking to you. And she, she hung, hung up. up. <laughs> hung up on a fucking nun. That's a one way ticket to. That's you a know. one way ticket I don't to. Think so. <laughs> if we'd like to discuss theology we can no but she called our other so. she called our other aunt she was like that nun got my irish up <laughs> it's like okay that's mom. when i looked at mom and said shut the fuck up <laughs> i thought that was fucking funny i like it i like it oh how's that arnold palmer treating you well he gave it to me good the good old arnold palmer it's delicious. It's almost gone. You did anyone want to clarify what an Arnold Palmer is? Nope. Okay. Mm-mm. Look it up. Let's get to our feature presentation. <laughs> Last week we had something picked out, and, and so we, of course talked about and it. And I've been uh, asking since last night, "What are we doing today?" And no one's fucking telling. Oh wait, maybe I was told. So yeah. what are, are are we doing? The one from last time, or are we starting fresh? Our parameters are, I do all the research, and then they don't know what we're talking about, and you get some genuine reaction. So because we've already done this case that the audio file got deleted, they already know all the good stuff. And the question is, do they want to redo that case? If, I, if, I can, if I'm being completely honest, I, uh, I had enough substance in me last week that at the end of it, I was sitting there going... I don't really remember much what we fucking talked about. I can be straight honest with you. I didn't follow any of it. <laughs> I work really hard. Okay. It's just hard with all the names and stuff. Yeah, there are names that are hard because they're, in that one, they're Italian. Hey. I. Easy. Easy. <laughs> so I, uh, I got to tell you, I don't really care. So it's the mystery case that I have done and selected. Or the one from last week. Let's go with the mystery case. Yeah, let's. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll just put that one in the file. Okay, so here's our options. <clears throat> we do last week's that no one else has heard. We do the mystery case, which no one has heard. Or we talk about the lady from Colorado who was walking around shitting in people's <gasps> backyard. That's been going on for a while. Did they ever like stop her? I don't know, but God bless her. 
God bless your soul. She's fighting the good fight. No, she's a runner. That's awful. No, she's saving. She's a conservationist. You know what? Maybe some people poop. Every time Carla comes over here, all of a sudden she has to poop. I don't know what. It's something about this house. Do you know that the toilet actually was clogged? (laughs) And I I use the toilet after you? I would like to point out that I have yet to clog a house three years later. I have not clogged one of the toilets here. But it was clogged. I don't think... and Hello? I couldn't use the plunger because I had already deposited something. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the way. And How I was you real, fix it? I was real close to picking up that a plastic bag that was in there to get my turd out of the way so I could plunge it. Oh well you so should have you, you should have grabbed me. <laughs> no. I've got a way of these things. I'm like the turd whisperer out of whistle. Okay, what did you is it still clogged? No, it's not. No, it's, yeah, no, so it's fuck not. y'all business. It's not my turds. <laughs> I it's not even clogged anymore. <laughs> I kept flushing it till finally it, it did clear out. But I'm going to say be that is not the way you should go about <laughs> fixing your clogged toilet. So, okay, folks, if you have a clogged toilet, don't just keep flushing. <laughs> it, it did I hope work. that works. Like that, that's but not a thing. you can't poop on a clogged toilet, and I didn't realize it was clogged. You could have just... Put your plunger in there. <laughs> no, it would have been so bad. Yeah, it would have been pretty bad. Everyone abuses that poor toilet. I don't know what it is. Like, I'm usually here on Sundays. I usually had some alcohol the day before. So you just got to flush everything. I out. usually come in here and eat like 16 bags of chips, and I guess that's what does it. Yep. Some sodium. Yeah. Yep. Drink a nice Arnold Palmer. Gave her the good old Arnold Palmer. Get Will you things give me going. Will you give me an Arnold Palmer? You know, I'll give your sister an Arnold Palmer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to have a lot of editing to do. You're okay. killing me. You're killing me, Smalls. Okay. So, I think it has been decided. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> what? It's only tall you boy leave, number three. You leave Jesus out of it. Cheese and rice. And I weigh I weigh two hundred and thirty pounds, so Do I'm the doing math. okay. I wanted to like reclarify all our <clears throat> our relationships too, because if some people don't necessarily listen oh, to no. all the episodes. Oh no! Yeah, somebody asked me if Daniel was my brother. Aww. Technically, I said, yes, I am. Yeah, but not like that though. Oh, oh, it's not different. like not like that. Yeah, well, people go, "Is that dumb whore your sister?" <laughs> And I said, no, sister-in-law. The dumb whore is my sister-in-law. The sister-in-law is... Yes, okay. <laughs> Just mean we don't have the same parents. That's what I was getting at. Daniel and I are married. And Carla is my sister. Yes. And I have nothing better to do than hang out with married folks. So You know, we can't <laughs> help that we're married. <laughs> if I ever get married, can I add a person to the podcast? It depends that on who depends. it is. Okay. That depends. He might be incredibly offended by us. He could be a murderer. It would <gasps> Even make it, better. It would make things real interesting. All right. Well, you first have to find that man. Podcasting's one I'm way to do it. I'm not too worried about it, honestly. I am. Yeah, I've got, you I've asked got, me if I was a lesbian the other day. I've got. Did I? Let's be honest. You implied it. Dino oh. has some experience there's with no, lesbians. There's nothing wrong. <laughs> okay. First off, there's nothing wrong with that. And no. second off, no. Danielle, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You can't help it if you date someone and they turn gay afterwards. after you date. Like it's a magic power or something. It's and you turn ma- someone gay. It's a magic power. <laughs> it's a superhero. It's a superhero. <laughs> what if it 
superhero. What kind of superhero? I don't find this funny at all. <laughs> okay. 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 Mm, okay. And we are 30 minutes into this. The episode isn't as, like, this topic won't eat up as much time. Okay. Okay, so we've decided to go with the mystery case. Let's do it. All right, children. Let me tell you something. I was in prison. In 2012, through it was like the summer through, because if they haven't listened to Sarah Joe Pender, which is a good episode, this case is similar. That's why I'm saying this. Oh. You were in prison. I yeah, worked at a prison. Okay. I were, worked at a prison. Not even that. You they were didn't pay me at a prison. I volunteered at a prison. And let me tell you, that was a great time. Oh, you couldn't talk to me. Okay, I was going to talk a little bit about that. It's the Indiana Women's Prison, and it's in. It's by Ben Davis High School. So it's. By, we drive by there on our way to the race. Yes. Okay. Every year. Where is it from here? West Side. From here? West Side. West Side. Yeah, so, it's, it's. There are two prisons in Indiana for women. One is the Indiana Women's Prison, which is the one that I worked at. And then there is Rockville Correctional Facility, which is directly west of Indianapolis, almost to the edge into Illinois. Yes? Yes? Yes. Yes. Indiana Women's Prison has the um, has death row for women, but no one's on it. Really? Yeah. I'm sure there's some people who should There's be. W- There is a woman that should be on it, but she's commuted to life without parole, and she was in Ohio then. So. Oh. And um, they also have the maternity... Yeah, we could talk about that some. Well, and we also have we also have the federal prison here. Yeah, too. So, be. if you if you're out there and you commit a federal crime that's punishable by death, you could end up in beautiful Terre Haute, Indiana. Yikes! Where no it offense. smells like a fucking dirty twat. No offense. No offense. But yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend told me to kiss it where it stinks, so I drove her to Terre Haute. Oh, Daniel, that's terrible. That's terrible. Carla's laughing. <laughs> I'm extremely immature. <laughs> and I'm a man, so I have an excuse. It's a poor excuse. I'm perpetually 12. <laughs> Me too. Except I'm probably more like five. So, because I was at the women's prison, I've experienced some stuff. I've seen some things. You, you should clarify what part of the women's prison were you in? The special needs unit. Okay. So, which isn't like mentally handicapped. It's for mental illness type of range. So anywhere from depression to schizophrenia um, was in there. So there was some, I never had any, I never heard any violence or anything, but you were never supposed to be, I had a tiny little office that was kind of like a closet and I was never supposed to be cornered. In there. So you're like Ryan from The Office. Yes, I was <laughs> Ryan from The Office. I didn't have a neon light, though. Did you have a Mindy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Her name's not Mindy on the show. I don't know what it is. I forget. Kelly. Kelly. Do you have a Kelly? No. <laughs> my the my direct supervisor, though, that was in there, she said she'd been cracked up the head once with the, like one of those big three-hole punch things. Oh. Like, none of, like a lot of the women in there are not stable, even though they're medicated. And that's what we talked about. And Sarah Joe that she was directly across from my unit in the segregation ward. So you basically never saw those people. They were in their cell like 23 hours a day. And Fun stuff. Yes. I, so this would be, this case is my type of bread and butter. 
because I worked around these women. And we'll on Investigation Discovery, there is a show called Women in Prison. And they're in What's it about? Women <laughs> in Prison. Man. You know, people need to pay me just like I say all the time, General Motors needs to pay me to name colors. Mm-hmm. Turkey shit tan. That's Ooh. my favorite. Camel toe brown. <laughs> <laughs> Two very distinct colors. All those women are in Indiana Women's Prison. That facility is pretty generous with letting documentary crews come on and interview people and stuff. And you can't have cell phones or anything like that when I was there. So I had to leave my cell phone in the boiling hot car during the summer and go in. And that bothered the shit out of me. Yeah, he couldn't talk to me at all. There was no... I Did you know how to get a hold of me if there was an emergency? 911. <laughs> they would take it. They would reroute to the prison. Nine one one. I need to get hold of my wife in prison. Yeah, you go in through a metal detector, and any items you're bringing in go through a belt scanner. You go through. I think you got pat down a little bit too, and then go through one set of doors. They have to buzz you through. Then another set of doors buzz you through. I get pat down at work every now and again. That's not right. <laughs> Not right, man. Not right. (laughs) And then it's actually it's actually kind of pretty, like in the middle. It's like an open courtyard type feel. It feels like a like a campus. campus. It does, (laughs) and it has walkways and stuff. They're always college at the Indiana Women's Prison. Yep, you can you can go to college there. No, I was working on what like a bachelor's degree or something, and there were women in there that already had their bachelor's degree. And I'm like, honey, where did you do your internship at? Because I'm doing one right now. Yeah. So yeah, you have the open kind of feel in the middle with walkways and they all be out there power walking. You know it's Indiana because they all have tan uniforms on. And in Rockville, they had like maroon shirts and stuff. And they power walking with their headphones and radios and things like that. Wow. And then, so that, and that's a hike all the way to the back then through another set of doors and then another set of doors. And then you're kind of in the central pod unit. And then you walk to the back to another set of doors that all have to be buzzed. Like none of those doors can be open at the same time. So there's someone in the control center that has a camera that looks down at you and only one door. So you'll stand there for a while. Like you hit the button once because if another door is open, no two doors can be open at the same time. And it does make that loud sound. Like and you're just like, (coughs) yeah, and you jump every time. You're like, oh, please, God, don't leave me in here. (laughs) In my unit, it feels like. Like the tile was kind of like cafeteria tile mm-hmm. type of feel, and there were set tables in the middle that had like checkerboards printed on them. But I never saw anyone playing checkers. I don't even know if I saw anyone with cards. Really, they were always well, there was lots of coloring. I love coloring. Yeah. So my job was. I'd be perfect for prison. My what? job was to host some type of educational class midday. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Emotionally educating class midday. I was not certified or qualified in I any fashion. This. I have my whole binder full of stuff. Like Oh, you worked you worked really hard on it. I it's did. Just the way you fucking and it all said had to it. be they all had to have handouts that had like mild like interaction in them. It couldn't be and I feel like there were some women there that were so smart that they're like, This is so beneath me and I'm just like, I'm sorry, it has to all be, you know, the same. Oh yes. These poor women who had to sit there, who were was, fucking criminals. I'd be like, aren't you just bored? Aren't I just breaking up the day anyways? Yeah, yeah. you, you think. know. I brought. I would sneak stickers in. They like they have their own individual. You snuck shit into a prison, yeah, Danielle. Pen, pens and stickers. 
You snuck pens into a prison? They could stab each other with that. I know. They're in my office. For fuck's sake. The office sakes. that had no computer or We're going to get a phone, phone call one day. The FBI is going to come fucking crashing through the walls mm-hmm. here, and they're going to arrest you like, this is the bitch who brought the pens. <laughs> oh, man. We have your receipt from Staples. Yeah, I think it might have been. So, uh, I don't know. You drove to Staples and bought pens. <laughs> for fuck's sakes. God damn it. Did you that's use where, a credit card? You that's where all our cash. money goes. I saved the receipt. Write do you it use off. cash? I don't know. Oh, we did write it. Did we write it off? We better fucking wrote it off. I don't know. Got like the five love languages. That was one thing I had to do. Ew. It was all in Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Ew. There were so many of them. And they all had to have, like, it was a lot of work. And I didn't have to be qualified because it's prison. They're like, I don't give a shit. Go talk to them. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about picking a lot. I never had, I never ate there. I never had prison food. I was like, nope, not so going to. So tell me, is is uh, the Indiana women's prison anything like Orange is the New Black? No, they're not as attractive there. There's no, not, no, no, no. And you're not supposed to touch at all. Like, And that's what they'll talk about that on this episode of women in prison is that you get in trouble for hugging or even hand holding or you got get caught kissing, you go to seg. Interesting. Anyways, I the case we're talking about, I did not know her personally, but she's definitely still there. I promise. I don't really ever want to talk about somebody who's been released from prison. If they're still alive. Yeah, then they come out and get oh, us. Oh, we will. Don't worry. They'll call. I'd like to be on your podcast to talk about my case. That was something I was never supposed to give them my address or phone number. Well, or no fucking shit. I was never supposed to write. They said they had a problem, though, with a previous intern that started a relationship. Do you remember me telling you about that? Um, I've drank a lot since then. Okay. <laughs> at one point, at the beginning, I did have a girl following me I around. do remember when you were there, some the... I can't remember. Someone higher up in the prison actually killed themselves in yes. the parking lot because it had been covered that he'd been fooling around with a couple inmates what yeah i don't know what he was did you see it happen i was thursdays i had the day off otherwise i would have been on lockdown i would not have been able to oh yeah and i remember you i remember you coming home and saying you saw where they found blood in the Mm -hmm. parking lot i could still see the residue and you know what my class was the next time Suicide prevention. <laughs> yeah, it was like <laughs> grieving, like the stages of grieving. So, yeah, like, there was yeah, only like one that. person there grieving. Yeah, so he got a woman in prison pregnant. Oh no. Yeah, see, so that's not good. It is always rape if you're having sex with someone in prison, even if it's consensual. It's she's property of the state; she cannot consent. Okay. Or he. Wow. Yes. This case is about Hannah Stone. Sounds like a stoner. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're not wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Carla, what were you doing on August 4th, 2000, 2005? It was probably uh, my first week of fifth grade. It was my first week of senior year. 2005? No, August of 2005. You would have been your first semester of college. It was my first semester of college. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed, folks. I'm sorry. It was Daniel's. I don't know. It was Daniel's senior year of high school. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. So I was learning the state capital then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I learned a single thing my fucking senior year in high school. We all know that. <laughs> all right. Hannah Stone was seventeen, so she was also a senior in high mm-hmm. school. So that's what I was getting at. Oh, is she hot? 
<laughs> I do not know. Then in the documentary, the reenactment, I don't think she was unattractive, but I'm not sure. They never are in the reenactment. Yeah, no. fucking actresses. So Hannah Stone and her mother, Barbara Keem, who is 41, were arguing about Hannah's boyfriend. God, I know where this is going. Spencer Kremps, who is 18. Okay. So at least they're this close to the same age. Mm-hmm. It's great in that show. She's always like, Mom, God, leave me alone. You're ruining my life. Yeah, that's what it's like. She catches them making out in the car and she's like, get off of my daughter. She's like, Mom. <laughs> what is it? And it also shows like him staying the night without mom's consent. Things, the normal stuff. I think all poorly behaved teenagers do. Can't relate. Go no, on. you can't. So, I, I sometimes still am a poorly behaved teenager. Yes. I don't want to know why. I don't want to know how. Nope. Um, so they, Barbara and Hannah, argue like mom and daughter would argue, and then she kicks Hannah out. Like, get the fuck out of my apartment, because you don't pay bills here. Shit, does it work like that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> don't piss anyone off she, at home. She kicked her out of the apartment? Mm-hmm. In Middlebury, Indiana, which is in Elkhart County. Carla, where is Middlebury? North. North of here? North. In South Bend? Everything north is north. I We should commit to find something that happens south of here. We should. Apparently, people get normal the farther south you go. I, until you I don't think, What about when you hit the, the Kentucky border? <laughs> <laughs> um, north, like three hours from here, three and a half. Okay. Yeah. And after the argument, Hannah leaves, and she goes and smokes. Man. The devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. She is a stoner. Hannah Stone. Stoner. You hold your tongue when speaking ill of people into holistic medicines. Yeah, that's what she was using it. She was just trying to decompress. She then Nobody does it to have a good time. It's all just to decompress. It's all medical purposes. So she smoked the ganja and then went to the home of a friend, Aaron McDonald, who was also 17. Then later, her boyfriend, Spencer, which is the worst. It's just the worst. It just makes me think of Spencer. The worst name? So let me let me get this straight. If you're a man, you'd rather you'd rather be named Adolf over Spencer. No, no, oh, okay. Just, just Spencer. And we should call this other kid A A Ron because it's two A's. You know, A <laughs> A Ron. So the three teens then create a plan to kill Hannah's mom. What? Shit escalated quickly. That's just rude. <laughs> you don't just kill your mom because you have an argument with her. Uh, apparently, you can. I wasn't informed of any of that. No. So later that day, Hannah, A.A. Ron, and Spencer drove to Barbara's apartment to carry out their plan. And it doesn't, like, how specific is this plan? How well thought like, out? It sounds like they threw it together. It sounds really impulsive to me. Hannah knows that if one of the guys knocks on the door, she's not going to open the door. Like, look through the people and be like, get the fuck off my front porch. So, but she knows if she shows up and knocks on the door, her mom will see her. And in the documentary, it was like, I need some clothes. Can you let me in? So her mom does let her in. And as soon as she opens the door, both the guys tackle her. And then Spencer wraps her hands and entire face in duct tape while Aaron holds her at gunpoint. And then Hannah stole money, debit cards, and a checkbook from the house. Did her mother do anything other than 
disprove of her boyfriend. To, yeah, tell her boyfriend to not get off that, her daughter, get off her minor daughter. Yeah, nothing that I found. Okay, just making sure before I cast judgment. So then Spencer and Aaron put Barbara in a car and drove to a credit union bank. And they left Hannah behind. Ooh, you can never trust people that bank at a credit union. This Shit, is where they all went wrong. What? God. Wait. What? Should I switch to Chase? No, I think you're okay. Okay. They left Hannah behind in the apartment in case anyone heard the kerfuffle. I can use that word, right? Love that word. And called the police. Then they would show up and she'd be like, no, it's fine. Don't worry. Nothing's wrong. My name's Hannah. I am not stoned. <laughs> no, I've been, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> So they go to the bank and they, I think, unduct tape her enough to get like the pin number out of her. How much money can you take out of an ATM? Daniel, how much money can you take out of an ATM at one time? Uh, that depends. You can set up different things. Uh, odds are it's not like. Usually, usually I think they default at a couple hundred bucks. Okay. A- well, actually, you know what? I take that back. There actually might be laws that prevent you from taking this. A certain amount out of an ATM. So. Yeah, in one day. I ever in I th- one day. I, and one transaction was like four hundred dollars. Yeah, okay. I want to say it's it's around there. If you have if you need to withdraw any more money, you have to go inside the bank. Mm-hmm. So they tried to take out a thousand dollars. Oops. It did not work. They were able to get two hundred dollars out. Oh boy. Then they drove her to nearby Casagusco County, which is basically warsaw indiana how far is that from here or it was from how far from middlebury it was it was only like an hour drive okay if you're driving fast you could probably get there sooner this is all taking place at almost the indiana michigan well maybe a little further south but almost the indiana michigan border yeah Yeah. one of the closest big cities was like grand rapids okay spencer then walks barbara out into a cornfield and shoots her in the head, execution style. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, where are we? He better have yelled, This is by order of the Peaky Bonders. <laughs> I don't think he kind did. Cool Probably sound. not. So then they split up the 200 bucks. Even though Aaron, Aaron, was promised 400 for his efforts. Oh my God, you fucking killed somebody for 400 bucks? Yep, assisted. Not saying, not saying that there's... That's a cheap hit, man. You know. Yeah. At least Mark Leonard offered to pay like 15 grand, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's like, here, man, even though I don't intend to pay it, at least he offered. Mm-hmm. You know, four, here's, your four, here's your $400. Yeah, well, this is teenagers. That's what it is. It's really, like, that sounds like a lot of money to a teenager. Back in 05. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Spencer continues to use Barbara's debit card and eventually return to her apartment to take her jewelry and car. I mean, number one, you can already tell these people are fucking stupid. Hey, I'm going to kill somebody and then use their debit card. So then there's... No, there's no th- th- way There's fucking security that. image of me using it and they can prove for a fact that that... And I'm going to kill the person that is I am closest with. And they will never guess me. Yeah, I don't know if the goal wasn't to get away with this. Like, I have no idea. and Or if it's just that stupid because they're that young. I, I don't know. We Mama used... says you're a dumbass! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We were all 17 at one point, and I never once considered murder. So I just... I might have it a couple of times. Okey-dokey. But I wasn't going to do it. Let's. Mm. The problem is, Carla, you were the victim. Dun-dun-dun. She she told me about a couple of them. A couple of them were more recent. I was a little concerned, but murderous thoughts. 
All right, so we have all deduced that all three were arrested and charged within days as co-defendants. Boy, they really, I mean, their well-thought-out plan, you know, they spent all, <laughs> an entire 15 minutes figuring out how they were going to Yeah, and never, they don't out. really specify what actual verbal transaction took place for them to determine. Well, whoever it was, what's-his-nuts, did it for 400 bucks. A.A. Ron? Like, so they, were like <clears throat> they offered him 350 said, I won't do this for a dime less than 400 Yep. Sold. 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 They were charged with murder, conspiring to commit murder, and criminal confinement while armed with a deadly weapon. And the state requested life in prison without the possibility of parole. Over 400 bucks. I mean, yeah. 400, I mean, don't get me wrong. 400 bucks is a mm. lot of money to some people. Yeah. And yeah. I, Myself you know, included. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, if someone came up and said, I'm just going to take 400 bucks out of your checking account right now, I'd kick them in the fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but and not obviously not to say like you know oh well if they're gonna give you a million bucks it's perfectly acceptable to fucking mm. kill somebody but but still if someone ever kills me on a fucking hit and I find out it's for four hundred bucks I'm gonna ask God can I please go fucking haunt these people forever <laughs> until they get their finances straight yeah. damn it four hundred dollars. Okay, I just have to sidebar here for a minute mm-hmm. because someone got Club Page and posted a picture of shit. Oh, Aaron, okay, the dirty who's, laundry. Whose dog does this belong to? Well, madam, that. Well, I examine my dog's shit every day. That shade of brown definitely belongs to my dog. <laughs> yes, it's getting warmer. Yes, we're able to walk our dogs to burn some energy and get some exercise. But please, for the love of the neighborhood, please carry some sort of bag. Please, I beg of you. Pick up after your pets. I don't want to find your dog's poo in my front yard from mm-hmm. stepping in it. She called the Look. shit. <laughs> she called the he called the shit poop. <laughs> Look at this. Someone on are, are you on this Someone Facebook? Is, no. They posted a picture of dog poop. <laughs> I want to comment on this and be like, I'm gonna start taking pictures of every fucking turd I find. I found another turd. <laughs> it was the jogger. It's I really the jogger. Want- you should comment on there. I'm going to get on there and comment now. I'm this gonna... is most certainly a human turd. <laughs> Please. I will. I'll get on there and comment. I'll piss people off. I really want to get on here and say, was this really necessary, Ellen? <laughs> Why did you post a picture of shit? I've been visually assaulted. I'm going to go out and start taking pictures of Boris's shit in the backyard and go in, someone let their dog shit in my fucking yard! <laughs> I'm sorry, Boris. Is he okay? He is he sound, literally he is sound the fuck asleep. Yeah, me and Danielle wore him out. <laughs> what happened? What happened? They had a, a, a young child. Step in. A it. young child. Not just a child, a young one. Come over for a visit. And they stepped out of the car and ran to give the person a hug. And stepped in poop. <laughs> that poop. <laughs> <laughs> that poop hasn't been wait, stepped wait, in. Wait, 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 wait. Where's wait, the footprint? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Wait. <laughs> she put, and then a few feet away, I found another mound of poo. <laughs> I can't believe someone actually posted, posted this. a picture of Where's shit. The, I where where do photos. they live? Where do they live? I'm going to bag Our, up all. This says, holy we shit. We need to find out what address. I'm going to bag up Boris's dog shit. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning, I'm going to stumble over there and throw like a bunch of shit in no, the No, like, I'm, I'm, for, I'm for it. It's I'm all so for bad. it. 
You have to she, work tomorrow. I almost, <laughs> yeah. I almost had to fish my own turd out of the toilet. Remember? <laughs> That's an even better idea. Yeah. We could just do our own. It was dookies. just a jogger. It was a run by shitting. It wasn't <laughs> a dog. I really want to comment on and say this is human shit. <laughs> I'm gonna be my man. This and then after that, I walk my English mastiff and boxers, and I would never leave it up to someone else to clean up after them. Nor would I want someone to clean it up. Common courtesy. Bitch, you have an English mastiff and and boxers. This is probably your own dog I've shit. Seen, I've seen the mastiff walking around. This is your own dog Wait, shit. Where is it? Where is it? I find <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna type in. I'm sorry, I had to go. <laughs> no, I have to Wait, are, is that the Facebook page or is that the? No, this is the app. <laughs> they posted on the app too. Are you looking on the app or no, on Facebook? No, that's Facebook page too. So they went to both. They had Wait, to share the poop twice. What? Oh, I'm a member of that page. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go. <laughs> Dare me? Yeah. Oh my gosh, these old cranks! They won't do it. Sorry. I profile and see that you have a massive dog <laughs> she's gonna look at your facebook and see you have a giant dog look i put sorry i had to go <laughs> i'm sorry i'm so, I'm so bad <laughs> you're gonna get the hiccups in the i even put a fry face so you know they're gonna read that and think you said sorry i had to go like i couldn't pick up my dog's shit <laughs> I want to comment on it and be like, is this really necessary, Ellen? <laughs> oh my god. We talked about this, Ellen. <laughs> Ellen <laughs> Don't post poop on people's Facebooks. Like you know, you're just scrolling through and then you see a massive turd monster. Uh, you know what we should do? We should take a picture of our own shit and post it on here and say, Who's is this? Who's been shit in my toilet? <laughs> that is the worst. I'm I'm I am like a, I'm ashamed honestly of like of that generation right now like don't do that don't don't <laughs> what the actual fuck okay <laughs> I gotta look at her profile she seems like an uber bitch just kidding she seems oh, no, like the no, kind of person that has time to take pictures of shit, shit. she does exactly yeah. oh yeah she is. She's that person. <laughs> she has no idea what we're I'm doing. I'm not sure how much of this you'll be able to leave. I don't know. Keep calling her by her name. Fuck, Ellen. Ellen, she's just, she is a Facebooker. Oh, it was only truant. 23 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> she is a Facebooker through and through. She loves it. She would tell her whole Facebook probably that there's a shitting problem in the neighborhood. <laughs> Oh, can we get back to this? How are we ever going to get through? I don't know. That was so funny, though. I couldn't stop. Okay. So, Spencer is... Um, Spencer wrote a book. Spencer outlines the details of Barbara's final moments in his handwritten autobiography. A very sad handwritten book. Book. <laughs> very sad. It was book. called Knocking a Bitch for 400. <laughs> it was entitled Starvation Trip. 
I mean, uh, and seriously, you could answer a fucking question on Jeopardy and win more money than what this <laughs> asshole did to fucking kill somebody. Uh, it was confiscated from the Elkhart County Jail because that's just dumb. So Spencer says that he forced Barbara to recite the Lord's Prayer, then raised his gun and shot her point blank in the back of the head, watching as her body fell away from him. Spencer indicated... He made her say the Lord's Prayer. That's very fucked mm-hmm. up. What a cocksucker. I don't know if I can say that. You can say that. I apologize to anybody that might be offended by the word cocksucker. You know, a lot of women are cocksuckers and a lot of men are cocksuckers. So it's just really a generalized term at this point. She's all for equality, people. Yes, all for it. Yes. Everyone's a cocksucker yes. in her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't been yet. You probably will be soon. Yeah. He also indicated that he originally planned to kill A.A. Ron... In the cornfield as well. That's son is, of a that's cold bitch. This, is, this guy's rude. he wanted the other. He was going to take his four hundred bucks too. <laughs> well, they only ever got two hundred, so they had to split it up. Each of them only got a hundred bucks. <laughs> so he still did it yeah. for a hundred dollars. You know, I do a lot of things for a hundred dollars, but I don't put murder murder on that list. No, no. The next part of this, a lot of what I read was their appeals papers are available like online. And so they summarize what happened in the trial, like what they agreed upon when they were convicted. So Spencer, so you have like mitigating factors, like why it is okay that I did what I did, even though it's not really okay. Or why you can't blame me for the way I turned out because... Mm -hmm. Because I had this and this happen to me. So Spencer was moved around a lot as a child. He attended 13 different schools. Yikes. And when he was five, he was... Molested by his babysitter's twelve-year-old son. Who? Who are we talking about? For fuck's sake, Daniel! <laughs> We're talking about Spencer. Spencer. Continue. And at sixteen, he learned that his who was he molested by? It was his babysitter's twelve-year-old son when he was five. This is according to them or his mom. I mean, not when to I say that when I was twelve. Like, if someone else's wiener came out, it was fucking funny, which is it's still kind of... <laughs> it still fucking know, is. There's something now. Like, if you see full frontal female nudity in a movie, you're like, oh, yeah. You see a fucking dick flop up, it's like, everyone's like, ah, it's a penis! <laughs> Put it away! <laughs> but a non-threatening wiener. A non-threatening, non-threatening wiener, wiener is a soft wiener. <laughs> but, wiener, wiener, wiener. You know... At, so this is just one of mitigating factors that they're sure. bringing up. And then the next thing is that at 16, year old, 16 years old, he found out that his biological father was, in fact, his not biological father. Who you thought was your dad ain't your dad. And then he also found out... That's, prob- that's probably pretty rough to find out, especially if the guy who you think is your dad is a fucking prick. Yeah, and... I don't know if he was, but he found out that his bio dad had, in fact, raped his mother. Ooh, even worse. Ooh, so now your dad's a rapist. Yep. You're, and, he, and Carla, some... he is a therapist, not the rapist. <laughs> I misread that a lot, actually. <laughs> so, but clearly some shit is just genetic. Yeah. And Spencer had been in and out of several psychiatric hospitals, and he agrees that what he did was wrong, but he did it because the girl he loved wanted him to. And he stated, I do want to make it known that if you're going to give me life without parole, you might as well give me the death penalty, too. Okay, then. Okay, well, that's the same word. Uh, He was not offered a plea agreement, and so um, he pled guilty as charged and was sentenced to life without parole. He had no previous criminal history, which is 
unique, I would think. However, the state believed that his admitted drug use was evidence enough for contempt of state laws. So because he did drugs, it means that you're a criminal, even though you were never convicted oh, yeah. That's how it of is. crimes. That's how it is. Yeah. yeah. So they were like, he doesn't, he doesn't follow the rules because he did drugs, and so it's fine. So he's automatically a criminal. Yep. Well, they were like- A bad using, one. They were using that in, in lieu of a criminal history. It was, oh, but you did drugs, so that's your criminal history. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be 10 years from now. I don't know if it'll be 20 years from now, but it'll be legal everywhere. Yeah. I'm assuming they're I only talking about... Wait, what kind of... Yeah, I'm assuming, I'm assuming we're talking about yeah. weed, not... So, the devil's lettuce. Then their next approach is to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Okay. He tried to argue that his mental health condition should have played a heavier role in the court's decision. So this is his appeal paper saying, you didn't take into heavier account my mitigating factors which are he has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder type 1, schizoaffective disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, possible attention deficit disorder, neurological difficulties, psychotic features, and antisocial traits. And, and there, is, there is something to say that I guess if you have a heart, you do, you do feel bad for the kid. He had a lot of shit fucking stacked up against him. Which maybe in my mind goes, okay, well, we're not going to fucking execute you, but yeah, and he you, never you was. still have to be held responsible. No, for yeah, and the, I, definitely the post traumatic thing, M- yeah, and for more than one in- instance. Oh, I, yeah, and sure. And yeah. I think the psychiatrist also admitted he was manipulative and some other things. Was they're like, no, 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 ignore that shit. It's the other stuff. Yeah, and you know, whenever you hear, well, the psychiatrist said, it's kind of like, well, I want someone to evaluate the psychiatrist. <laughs> and that, met, and that psychiatrist, psychiatrist, day. yeah. So it, it's very possible he had some or all or none of these things. I don't really know, but they listed a whole big long thing about it. So when you're taking like all that stuff into account, you have to decide how much it affects their ability to make decisions. Yeah, your inability to control your behavior due to this disorder or disorders. And then overall limitations in functioning, your duration of your mental illness, and its connection between the disorder and the crime. So they've taken all that to, into account. According to Spencer or his attorney, um, he was a young man who was trying to do his girlfriend's bidding. He was trying to make himself useful and probably try to impress her that he could do anything that she yeah, asked him to do. That he could be counted on to do tough things that she tough. didn't tough things that she didn't want to do. Will you kill my mom for me? Because like I don't have time right now. I think you really don't want to. I just got my nails done, so Daniel, quit gazing at your tower of beers. These aren't this is not a tower of beers, this is a tower of tall boys. Tall boys. L- just leave you're like staring at it like it's a woman. Leave him alone. I am very spacey right now. It's kind of a masterpiece. <clears throat> <laughs> the state, obviously said, we don't give a shit about your mitigating factors. You pled guilty. We gave you life with out parole. Well, and I, I mean, honestly, I think the crime. Yeah, I mean, but the the, punishment fits then the you crime. can argue, you know, life without parole for an 18 year old. OK. And, and, you know, the thing is, OK, so this person went in and murdered his girlfriend's mother for 100 bucks and has all these. But it's like, you but know, you know, it's like, but at what point are you really safe to be released into society? Yeah. But you're also having to look at an 18 year old and say, you are unsalvageable. You are so damaged and so corrupt. You are unfixable. But the, the whole, I mean, 
<clears throat> the part of prison is not, we're going to put you away so we can fix you. That's it's, what it's supposed to be. It's rehabilitative. Well, me, that's well, the problem. Well, you used to work that, in one. Do you maybe think that's, it was? Maybe that's part of it, but you get sentenced based upon what did you do? Yeah, and there's some people you don't want to come out. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... It, you know, there's some fucking guy in uh, Colorado that that molested uh, <clears throat> three or four boys to the extent that he got 160 years in prison or something of the sorts mm -hmm. and got <laughs> wiped off the table because they said he didn't get a fucking speedy trial and he doesn't have to register as a sex offender. What? Yeah. That's yeah. how. See, the people that really deserve it don't get it. They yeah, that's get... how it always fucking goes. That yeah. motherfucker deserved a fucking bullet between the eyes. I could see that's how... kind. Yeah, that's being kind yeah. from what he probably deserves. But the state said when it came to Spencer that this was a carefully planned, brutal execution-style killing that was committed against a defenseless victim whose only transgression was disapproval of her daughter's choice of acquaintances. But you see how much they're pinning it on Hannah. In this too, that was my girlfriend told me, or I was doing my girlfriend's bidding. It does kind of ring similar to Sarah Joe's yeah. episode. People, that... will do, people will do fucked up stuff for pussy. I mean, we're just, <laughs> just gonna put, I'm just going to put that out there. And how do we know for sure that she asked him to do this? We, I don't. It's know. It's the same as like with uh, in what Sarah Joe's just... that they got other people to say. It's like how many people? Who is going to roll first? Who's going to give the deal? Who's going to say what went down first? You get the better. And who's who's not to say that this guy comes in and says we need to take care of our problem? And our problem is your mother. Yeah, and it, like I'll I'll put pictures up of this guy. He's he's a scary looking, you know. And again, this is another situation. The girl was not there and did not pull the trigger, but is still just as culpable. And yeah. it's like, how do you know? what really went on and it's like well we've got two guys saying this and how do you decide i mean some this a lot of this is that person's a murderer without pulling the trigger mm -hmm. and it's just like and again it's, it's another she was eight she was 17 at the time so, yeah so hannah was a preacher's daughter from goshen indiana oh, just, ooh, this is just all too good where is, she was a preacher's daughter i know a preacher's daughter from goshen where is that that also is north mm -hmm. um way north yeah, again, like three hours from where we are, um, from Middlebury, uh, mm -hmm. like 45 minutes. Okay, so she's still in the same part of town. Uh, she originally pleaded not guilty, but in March of 2006, she entered into a plea agreement under which she would plead guilty as charged. Their arrangement was the parties agreed to a stipulated sentence of 100 years. Wow, what a deal. All other terms <laughs> of the defendant's sentence shall be determined by the court. So she got 100 years for this because she didn't roll first. Because we still have A.A. Ron. Oops. Yeah. So this is how it broke down. 55 years for the murder, 30 years for conspiring to commit murder, and 15 years for criminal confinement. That's another thing. Criminal confinement is just like, I, I have you in the house and I'm not going to let you leave. Mm -hmm. And that'll get you 15 years. Yeah. It can be real simple. So remember that when you won't open the door for someone. Yeah. Or you do open the door for someone you shouldn't be. <laughs> now you are bringing a criminal. Yeah, make a judgment call. So she puts in mitigating circumstances as well, that it's her age and that she accepts responsibility for her, her crime. And she had drug issues as well. She had, she pled guilty to all of that stuff. Oh, which shit. Is a, okay. A hundred years. And I was like, that's not much of a plea agreement. Mm-mm. She doesn't have mitigating factors like Spencer does. She doesn't have, I was sexually abused, I was traumatized, I have 
ADHD and I PTSD. I just only had a mother like, that was looking out for my best yeah, interests. Yeah, I probably maybe controlling that we didn't agree on things, and my parents were divorced. And it's like a lot of parents are divorced. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have this like sheet of things she could roll out and be like, look why I'm damaged. So their extreme aggravating factor against her was the trust between her and her mom, that she abused this trust. And I don't know if I've ever heard that before, that it's like because she opened the door for her daughter that she trusted her or their extreme aggravating circumstance as to why they disagreed with her appeal. Mm -hmm. Okay. She admitted in court that while her mom was bound up with duct tape in the apartment, that she promised to call the police once her mother was taken away by Spencer and Aaron. Hannah never called the police, though. She said, I didn't know what to do. I picked the phone up many times. I was scared. I was scared of Spencer. Oh, she's scared of him now. Yeah. Mm. Did she? Mm. You know, so we know she got left behind in the apartment. And in the documentary, they kind of romanticize some of this. There is no... A.A. Ron isn't there and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be and she just helped her mom put on her shoes before he let her out at the door. It wasn't there. They didn't take money and stuff while they were there. Okay. It's like, See, the other part of this, though, is that Hannah has a brother that's only five years old. Oh, oh. fuck this bitch. Yeah. Oh. So her five-year-old brother no longer has a mother because... Motherfucker. Yeah. Because she had one disagreement about the guy she was dating. Mm-hmm. If you are... 16 years old and listening to this don't listen, listen to, to your fucking mom because <laughs> she's probably right yep. i still maintain the day you become an adult is the day you realize your parents aren't fucking stupid no no There's maybe a some of you it. your parents are stupid but your brain doesn't grow in until you're 25 oh yeah i just got my brain congratulations yeah. how does it feel it feels pretty good what are you gonna do with it i disagree mine didn't grow until i was 30 well I, you know at least you're not in denial So Hannah's uh, stepfather, Robert, said, I think we all know that if her brother had been there that night, they would have killed him, too. Ooh, that's a... You're fucking kidding me. Yeah. So we don't know if they would have or not. See, these are the people. If he had killed a five-year-old, I don't give two fucking shits about Mm -mm. where the fuck, what your fucking problems are. That's the one. That should be um, from the Green Mile. He should oh. be the guy who doesn't get the wet sponge at the electric chair. <laughs> Walking the mile. Yes. And that might be fucking harsh, but I'm sorry. No. he, But he didn't. The five-year-old was not hurt. But that's kind of a stretch, too, because in the same time, if the five-year-old was there, maybe they wouldn't have committed the crime. Yeah. It's hard It's hard to tell. I think, I think but for Spencer, she would not yeah. have done this, mm-hmm. is the other thing. But they argued that in light of her character, which is they always li- list that as one of their reasons why you should appeal this sentence is my character. And it's like, no, 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 you have bad character. This That's is why, why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she points out that she was only 17 at the time and she had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder as well. What do you know? Oh, all of a sudden, you're no longer an adult at 17 when you're standing where, oh, well, I'm not. And then she was referred to mental health programs. She had a poor relationship with her stepfather and low self-esteem. Welcome to the 17-year-old girl club. club. Yeah. yeah, like Oh boy. So she doesn't have anything to stack up like Spencer does. Like I was molested, my dad raped my mom. Like he doesn't have Spencer has a white trash like rap sheet that he can roll out and a lot she's of just like events. Yeah, she's like I don't have anything. I just had two loving parents. Mm-hmm. 
The Elkhart County prosecutor, Curtis Hill, believes that Stone had no remorse for her actions. He said it's chilling to be in the presence of Hannah Stone because of the coolness she exhibits in regards to this crime. A coolness you would expect from someone twice or three times her age. She is what she is. She's a cold-blooded person. She's no female's Charles Manson. Nope, not like Sarah <laughs> Joe is. This girl didn't escape from prison. No. A. A. Ron submitted an appeal too, but he didn't. Ha- he had bullshit like mitigating factors as well. So mm-hmm. all three were denied. Yep. Not surprised. Let's see. A. A. Ron McDonald was sentenced to sixty-five years <laughs> in prison because he did lead investigators to the crime scene. And his earliest possible release date is January 2037, when he will be 50 years old. That, that's kind of like, you can mm. still go out and uh, mm-hmm. be a 50-year-old for a while and live for a while. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure with a record of such, you can go out and get a real good job. I'm just saying. Yep. You yep. can still, you still got a lot of life to live, even at 50. Spencer Kremps committed suicide in January 2015 while incarcerated. Wow. Oh, well, he, he got off for easy. 29 yeah. years old. So they're in the middle of filming this documentary, and they pull Hannah, and they're like, hey, you're needed down in, I don't know if they said medical or whatever, and she's like, what's going on? Because her dad is the only person that will talk to her. He's the only person that comes to see her. Her, bio, her biological father? Yeah. Who's who a pastor? A, yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, he has, yeah. he has forgiven And they powers. have him on, and you can tell. See, and she's been... Ordered by the court to never have any contact with her brother ever again. How old is her brother now? Well, that was in 2005, and he was, he was five, five year olds then. Well, oh. you would think at some point he'll probably want to talk to her. Well, he's yeah. 18 years old. You can make his own choices. Yeah. Now. But in 2015 was that documentary, and they're like calling her down to medical, and she's like, why? What is it? And the person's like, I don't know. I'm just coming to get you. And so she thought it was something to do with her dad, and they're like, well, we just want to make sure you weren't thinking about hurting yourself or, you know, and to see how you were feeling. And she's like, why? Why? And they're like, well, because Spencer committed suicide. And she was like, oh. Oh. And she was kind of pissed. Oh, and damn. I, think I would be mad. I would be pissed, too. Yeah, I'd be like, no, no, no. You're serving your time, and I have to serve my time. And, like, you don't get to fucking walk out on this. No. So she was kind of mad. And, it, God, if you watch her in the documentary, she seems like a really nice person. A really she probably normal, nice. Just come and to she's terms. grown up. Yeah. She's probably just come to the terms of yeah. what she did. And you have to pay the consequences. Yeah. Her earliest possible release day is December 2054, and she will be 66 years old. Jesus Christ. Hmm. Hmm. Her statement was, my mother was murdered. I have learned to accept the fact that I was involved. Not a day goes by that I don't miss my mom. I'd give anything to take that night back. She probably is genuinely. She must have. She must have googled apology letter for killing your mother, and that's what popped up. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I just—it's not that deep when you're 17. You think it is, but yeah, it's not that, that deep. You're in love. I don't think she would have ever heard her mom except for meeting Spencer. I don't think she was maniacal, and but I think she probably was scared of him. But she also didn't call the cops. She didn't stop no, it. Yeah, she, she didn't do. So maybe she thought it was kind like, of exciting. You like the bad boy. Yeah, and that's what she said. He's like, she was. I was young, and he was mysterious and bad, and I liked that. That's where I went wrong. I apparently was too much of a pansy in high school. <laughs> Girls were mean to you. I needed yeah, to punch I, more I, people. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is the case of Hannah Stone and her shitty boyfriend and the death of her mom. 
I'm shitty with her because I don't want to say I I think I have an above average relationship with mom if you look back in college or in high school slightly above average see i was well i never like i never disagreed with i don't know like i never had problems with them you couldn't because i did yeah so i was a shitty teenager with shitty boyfriends that were poor choices socially and misdiagnosed illnesses Uh, and i did not kill my mom i'm pretty sure i'm the only good boyfriend you ever had that's why i'm I'm gonna 100 percent agree with that now you're and stuck. now I'm and different. Everyone's concerned. Everyone every... wonders how the hell did Danielle hit the lottery? How did she hit the jackpot? I went online. <laughs> I hit that Google, the I random Google button. Like... Not only, not <laughs> only is lucky. he not a bad boy, <laughs> but he looks like he's well hung too. Daniel, ah, yee, <laughs> You see, I came along, and I've only dated nice guys that are younger than you. I've liked the two <laughs> that have been around so far. <laughs> <laughs> my mommy was my friend. Mm-hmm. So I think this girl's a fucking bitch. Your mom was just trying to help you. Her mom might have been a bitch. She might have been a bitch, but your mom was you had a, probably a right. Old brother, a five year old. Yeah. Like, no, How would your mom have reacted if you had brought home a guy named Spencer? Oh, fucking Spencer! I don't know. I was, <laughs> but the, he would like, go by Spence. Spence. Yeah. Oh, I'll wait till you put up pictures of this dude. <laughs> you should see this fucker. Wow, fucking Spence. Don't kill your mom. Be considerate of your siblings. Or if you're going to, pay somebody more than two hundred dollars for two guys. It's actually one hundred because they had to split it. I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> she that's, just that's Danielle the, just showed us a picture of him. That's the face I make when I have to take a shit. He looks like a that's the face killer. I make when you talk about being well hung. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Yeah. I watched the documentary. She just sounds like a person who's come to terms with her actions. Hmm. Oh yeah, no, like no, he is a freak. Yeah, he has this. He we're looking at his picture. He's literally being escorted by police, and he has his tongue out for paparazzi. Yeah, like making Miley Cyrus face. Yeah, yeah. Before that was a thing. Yeah, and his. Oh, I forgot to add her. Her mom was a nurse, a nurse with the little kid. You know, maybe she wasn't the best mom, but maybe she was doing her, she was trying. And it doesn't and say anything that she didn't have a good relationship with her stepfather, but it didn't say anything that, like, he abused her or anything like that, so. Well, she obviously didn't want to kill him. No. But. I don't have a good relationship with my stepfather. I don't either. You guys are weird. <laughs> Just kidding. Yep, that is, the, well, that was the mystery case. Did you know that um, I had a friend growing up who literally told people that her real dad was her stepdad? Because she believed it there for a while. (laughs) And then he heard her say it to someone and he was like, what? What? No. (laughs) No. I have a a friend who told his daughter that her great-grandfather was Adolf Hitler. (laughs) 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 And she actually went to school and told her teacher this. So his his wife got a phone call. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, um, um, your daughter, daughter seems to think she's a descendant of Adolf Hitler. We're not sure. She might be. <laughs> not through us, but. I knew, knew someone that told their sister that they were adopted. I would never talk to whoever I didn't did that. accuse you, but you just admitted to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Find us on iTunes. Um rate review only five stars subscribe <laughs> only five stars we um so about that. we were gonna do this last time but obviously technical difficulties we're still gonna do it 
the three best five-star reviews will get a free sticker. Yep. So we'll pick you and then have you send me, contact us through and our I email. may, I may include a pube. I might, <laughs> I might pluck one and throw it in the envelope. Like, here's something for your... Uh, Here's something for your collection, kids. You're in, okay. So we'll I'll even pick, I'll autograph it too. We'll pick the best three <laughs> five star reviews. Make sure you're following on us on social media so we can show that we picked you, and then you can email the us best way your to address. get picked is to tell me how pretty I am. We haven't yet posted any pictures. You of have, videos. Carla. You have the perfect face for radio. <laughs> That's so <laughs> mean. Okay, we're also on Podbean. Yeah. We also have to say what's up to Melbourne, Australia. Yes. Yes. We do because they are they are very high up on yeah because it goes Indiana, <clears throat> Illinois, Australia. <laughs> so what's up, mates? What up, mates? Um, I get it because they just want to hear about these all these crazy fucking. We're Americans. are crazy. It's just it's sad. Really got to wonder if there's obviously a lot more uh, a lot more people in the United States, but the population of crazy fucked up shit. <laughs> per capita. Per, per capita. capita. <laughs> um, tell them where to email us. Our email is who's your homicide at gmail.com. Um, we also have a website, who's your homicide.com. We are on Patreon, who's your homicide. We want apparently, money just apparently, to run the website. Apparently, we need your money. <laughs> just It's like 40 bucks a month. Like It's not a big deal. It's just for the website. It's just for the website. Ain't nobody getting rich mm, yet. <laughs> just kidding. And you can obviously you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Hoosier Homicide. It's all very simple. If you know the name and you know how to spell homicide and Hoosier, you're good. Hoosier's hard to spell. You should spell it. H O O S I E R. There you go. And then we also have a promo after this from Something's Not Right. I like them. They're, that ain't right. That's that ain't if you right. could describe us in one phrase, something's not right. Yes, <laughs> the episode will just be about us. Yeah, <laughs> they're in Tennessee, so they have okay. I love a little twang every now and then. I love it. Mm-hmm. And yes, I will play them after us after we're done. After we're done, bablanga. So yeah, so five star reviews, only five stars because everything else is just offensive or hurts my feelings, and, and then Carla will us. cry alone in her pillow because she lives at <laughs> home with my mom and dad. I'll be with mom and dad. Yep. <laughs> and they'll be, they'll, you know what they'll say? What? Why is she making that, that noise? Sound? Why is she making that sound? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daniel, do you have anything else? She called the shit poo. She called the shit poo. <laughs> like. <laughs> if I ever let me know, or I'll let you guys know, if I ever come across a situation, I find it's appropriate to take a picture of a pile of dog shit. <laughs> There's or a any lot shit. of situations, but it's never in anger. You don't take pictures of shit in anger. Yeah, that's don't right. Do God it. damn it! And for honest to goodness, stay, stay out of the corn. corn and don't kill your mother for two hundred bucks. No, no, five hundred minimum. <laughs> hey, this is Olivia. And I'm Tashauna. We're the hosts of Something's Not Right. We do a bunch of research and then we tell each other crazy stories. They're usually about true crime, but we're down to talk about anything strange or disturbing. So if that sounds like your kind of thing, and you don't mind a little salty language, check us out. For more info on Something's Not Right, visit notrightpodcast.net.